Hey, we're Koi Fly Creative, and we're obsessed with all things production, marketing, business, and helping you navigate the life of a creative leader. We're here to unveil the more unexpected aspects of leadership. We don't stray away from the real talk. We go through it all with influential leaders from all walks of earth. So pull up a seat and have your morning coffee with us. This is The Morning Cast. Good morning. A big hello. Big hello. Big hello. Hi. This is The Morning Cast. I'm Shelly. And today I am doing some telephoto bird photography from my desk. (laughs) What birds are you seeing? I saw a really cool yellow one. It was really small. I've never seen it before. Like a goldfinch? finch maybe yeah maybe it was a finch and then just robins and you know black vultures that's exciting i feel like the animals are taking over okay bring it on (laughs) who else do we have i'm carter oh sorry go ahead carter and Dave. Dave. Aaron. <laughs> Stacy. Wesley. <laughs> Welcome. Who has an interview for us today? That would be me. Um, I've been interested in uh, hearing how people in the education industry are dealing with it. So I thought I would talk to my cousin, who is a phys ed teacher for young kids and find out a little bit about, you know, what's going on in that world since uh, schools have been closed for so long. Um, We talked about some interesting things. It's not quite the uh, same as some of the other ones that we've had, but I think we got some some neat little factoids out of it. Uh, What are some cool things to look out for? um, Well, I think uh, just how teachers are dealing with it. I think one of the, like, most people know that teachers are not doing it for the paycheck. So um, I think especially with my, my cousin, it's been hard for him because there is that self-fulfillment aspect. Mm. Uh, and I feel like that's probably a lot of what other teachers are dealing with. So, um, and the way that he's been handling it, uh, and it, especially with the fact that there are no resources um, or not a lot of resources for phys ed with kids, when they're homeschooling. Um, so he's got some interesting solutions for that. And he's also doing it with a newborn baby. Yes. So. I bet he's had to get very creative. <laughs> You'll see. You'll see some examples. <laughs> so these kids still have to have their, their math, their science, and their phys ed. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. have to. Yeah. But teachers are still engaging. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. You'll, you guys will know when the uh, when the break comes. I made it very obvious. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Awesome. All right. Yeah. See you in a little bit. All right. Roll it. Yeah, I've never done this before, so this is going to be a, a new one for me. All right. <clears throat> how's, uh, how's everything going? How's the baby? Going well. How are things with you? Staying hydrated? Staying hydrated, staying isolated. That's that's all you can do right about now. All I can do. So let's get this started. Sounds good. Introduce yourself and uh, what do you do? 
Um, my name is Jared Bernard. I'm a physical education teacher uh, in Saco, Maine um, at a K-2 school. I teach about 300 kids or so. And uh, how has this pandemic affected your work? Um, well, I'm still working full time, but it's basically completely uh, changed the way that I work. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm not seeing the students in person anymore. Um, and because obviously none of the kids are going to school, of course. Um, so what I've been doing is, um, well, f first of all, it took a little bit of a, a learning curve as to exactly how it was going to work and what we were going to do. Because when it all start, when they, when they closed the schools down, it was kind of um, abrupt and nobody really was prepared for it. So um, we weren't really sure exactly what we were going to be doing once we were home and how it was, how it was all going to work basically. So it's changed since the, the first week to what we're doing now. But basically what I'm doing now is um, um, I, I, I'm still teaching uh, video lessons. I just, I record myself in my house um, doing different activities, exercises, and I upload it to YouTube and um, then I link to it on a, a online teaching platform that we've got. Um, so the kids are still able to to do their phys ed classes, but it's a lot different. It's in um, it's a lot more challenging because I don't have that interaction. It's kind of awkward talking to the to the camera and not having the kids bouncing things back at me. So I, I have to kind of plan out what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do and say a lot more than than I could if I actually had real people I was talking to. Um, so that's the lesson parts, and then I'm also I'm still doing virtual meetings with other staff and administration. Um, lots of paperwork and um, just all kinds of different things that are that are trying to make this work for for all the kids. I can imagine, um, you know, phys ed especially being one of the more difficult things to teach. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's tough because, um, like I said, the, the not having well, there's so many, there's so many um, things that are making it challenging now. Like kids that don't have the the equipment possibly to use so if I want to do a lesson I can't just pull out equipment like I would from the storage room I've like for example today I was doing some lessons I was teaching juggling and I'm I've got old tube socks and um, shopping bags that I've got the kids tossing because I know that everybody at home has at least either shopping bags or socks so I have to really think about what's going to be available for the for the kids um, with my lessons if I have them you know out, if I'm outside shooting a basketball that's not going to work for a good majority of the kids if they don't have their own basketball, their own basketball hoop to shoot on. So, so it's definitely challenging in, in that aspect. Yeah. You got to get creative. Right. Um, and so you said that you've been meeting uh, or having meetings with other staff. Yeah. How have they been adapting? How have the other um, teachers and educators been adapting to this? Um, I think for the most part we're doing well, but like I said, it's kind of, it was, it was a, a bit of a learning curve and a challenge. We didn't really know, what was going to be or how it was going to be working um, and with different like I've been doing a lot of communicating with the other um, specialists or unified arts um, is another thing that we're called um, so for example like the art teacher music teacher library um, so they all are doing things in their own way um, they're they're all doing their own lessons like music is doing music lessons um, and they're uploading videos to YouTube too I'm not sure exactly what they're doing but I'm assuming they've probably got kids you know singing along or maybe doing instruments at home I'm not sure um, art they the kids are, are 
doing artwork and then submitting it online through that that um, online learning platform I was talking about. It's uh, called Seesaw. But um, so it's been it's been an adjustment for everybody, and we've all kind of had to adapt in our own way, depending on what our what our specific field is. And and we've worked together too. We've bounced ideas off each other and and figured out um, what's going to work best for for the whole school and the whole district for that matter. Yeah. Um, you had said it earlier that like it kind of all happened really abruptly. Mm -hmm. What was the, do you remember the exact moment when it was like, Oh wow. Like everything's changing right now. Yeah. Um, I do remember, I said it was abruptly, but I do remember I had, I had a feeling it was coming. There was, uh, I mean, cause if you follow the news throughout the world, you, this was already, I, I mean, um, as you know, Dave, I, are, I used to teach in, um, in South Korea, so uh, I still have lots of friends uh, and uh, former coworkers that I, that I worked with over there. So I've been kind of following this, um, this whole pandemic before it was really a huge deal in the United States, and I, I saw what it was doing um, to my friends and coworkers uh, that are still over in Asia in, in China. I have some teaching there, uh, some friends teaching there and in Korea too. Um, so anyway, so I, I, I saw this kind of coming before it, before it actually was official here. Um, and then when it started to come to the United States, I, I had an inkling that we were, our time was limited at school. Um, and I don't remember, I think, I think it was a weekend. I think we, we left on a Friday and I, I had a feeling that we might not be back on Monday, but nothing was really for sure. Um, and then we got the notification over the weekend that, um, that we weren't coming back. And originally it was going to be just two weeks um, that we were going to be out. And I think, I don't know, I can't speak for everybody, but personally I knew that it was going to be more than two weeks. I knew it was going to be um, at least, I originally was saying it's, this is going to be at least till April vacation. Um, and then at that point, it, it, or now at this point, it's kind of looking like it's going to be all year long. So, um, so yeah, it was, it was, it's kind of been for, for a lot of people, it's been a slow process. It's all right. Well, we're not coming in for two weeks and well, not till April vacation. And now it's looking like the whole year, but I've kind of had a feeling it was going to, it was going to go this way. Um, maybe before some of the other teachers did, I would say. Yeah. Um, how are your friends and coworkers over in uh, Korea? Um, good. I've got, I've got, um, well, some of the coworkers I've got in Korea, they, so, so I used to teach in, um, in the city called Daegu over there. And that was the city in Korea that was hit the hardest, um, with this, um, COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, they had a big outbreak of it in that city. So that city kind of just basically, well, shut down like the United States is shut down now. Um, and I, they, 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 the teachers there had, and the students there at my old school have started doing um, remote learning um, or distance learning, which is what we're doing now. Um, so they basically have handled it, this, from what I understand, the same way that we're now handling it. I have another friend, a, a good friend of mine who's a counselor. Um, he used to be in Korea, and now he, he teaches in um, China. And so he actually was affected by it even before Korea because it originated in China, of course. So um, his school has been shut down since, oh boy, I, I want to say like around Christmas time, somewhere back around then. Um, and he was actually, he went out of the country. I think it was for his Christmas vacation. He was, he went, he was visiting family in New Zealand. Um, so then he's just been basically stuck. If, if I don't know if that's the right word, cause it's not a bad place to be stuck, but he's been stuck, uh, 
with his family in New Zealand, um, teaching remotely for, for months now over there. Um, and he's still not even allowed back into, um, into China yet. But from what I hear from him, um, they're, it sounds like hopefully going to be reopening their school sometime in the next you know, month or so maybe. Um, and hopefully at some point he gets to go, go back and, and teach in person. But so it's basically been the same thing as I'm experiencing um, for them, it's just they've been doing it a lot longer now at this point. He is so good. Um, I loved how he used paper bags and tube socks, like, and got creative like that. Genius. For his kids' classes, like, um, it's one of the situations where I'm glad there was an intermission because I want to talk about this guy. Like, he seems so cool and so smart, you know? Yeah, he's, um... I mean, he's been doing it for a long time and he's been all over the world, obviously. Um, and he does it for the love of it. You know, he loves the kids, he loves the job. So I think it's an interesting take um, from someone that, you know, he has been like, how does he keep doing what he's doing and, you know, uh, making an impact on these kids' lives? And he speaks more about it in the second half. Um, but I thought it would be an interesting kind of a, a take to find out about a teacher's point of view. And Don't you totally. wish you your teacher, like when you were when you were a kid, like I love how like the baby's like sitting in the, <laughs> in the watching him work out. It's funny. His, uh, I, I watched a couple of his YouTube classes and like every time at the beginning, he, he'll like start by addressing the camera, like on his knee and the baby usually just like comes over and it'll have to be like, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I think the cool thing too about teachers that we, you know, people who are not teachers or don't spend a lot of time with teachers is that they see such an immense amount of walks of life. And so just being so hyper aware to kids having different life paths, you know, him, when he was talking just, to, I mean, just the PE thing alone, right? You, you're told to stop obesity. You have to like get out and have your kids run for 60 minutes a day and, and, you know, just to have that responsibility on you to continue that for them is admirable. But then also to know like, hey, not every kid is, is in a life situation that's gonna have, you know, even a ball to play with at their house. So, to, But they will have a sock and like being creative and coming up with those different ways to pivot is what it's all about right now. So that's so encouraging to know that there are these people out there that are you know, putting these kids first and trying to figure out ways to make sure that everyone's still included and not embarrassed, you know, in, in the current situation everyone's in. I'm so glad that they're still doing things like PE, you know, like, I, I mean, I don't have any kids, but, you know, I, I'm sure like, Les, you can, you can talk to a little bit if, you know, but I, it seems really, really challenging for these parents who have to work full time at home, plus, basically homeschooled our kids, you know? Um, and I'm, so I'm glad that they're still focusing on the PE side of things and not just trying to check off boxes. You know, they're trying to get their kids out there. And it could even be an opportunity to kind of put the kids in front of the computer and do a PE class while the parents, you know, make lunch meeting or make lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Well, this was good. I'm excited for the second half. Yeah. Yeah. And the second half, uh, we speak to, we speak to, uh, like the situation that a lot of parents are dealing with 
and how the school is helping out with their community. So I think uh, there's some, some good stuff in there. Awesome. Let's do it. How has it been difficult? Like, how have uh, parents been uh, reacting to all of this? Because I know that there are a lot of parents that are trying to work from home. Right. And now having to also teach their kids these things. Like, yeah. How have your interactions with parents been? Yeah. So that's, um, that's the challenge is it's just everybody's got a different situation. Um, the biggest, most of my parent interactions have been um, positive. I haven't had any, um, any real, you know, upset parents or anything like that. But that being said, I know that I've heard that a lot of parents are overwhelmed because um, for exactly the reasons you said there, they're working from home. Some of them, some of them have been laid off and are just trying to figure out how to, you know, get by right now. Um, not to mention they've got a house full of kids now that they're usually not used to having at home. So um, yeah, it's been a struggle for them. And especially if you've got a kid, say you're, one of your children is maybe in kindergarten and then you've got another kid in fifth grade, maybe you got another one in middle school. And if you're supposed to be helping these kids, you're, you're, you've got to do, you know, the kindergarten kids work, the fifth grade kids work, the middle school kids work on top of your own work, it's just, it's just overwhelming for some of them. So to be honest, there's been some parents that we've had little to no communication with, and, and that's been the challenge is getting, getting in touch with them. And then there's other parents who have been um, super involved and you know, have been in constant communication and their kids are doing every single activity that I, that I put forward and you hear from them every day. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a challenge. And the other big challenge was at the very beginning, it's, it started to kind of, we've kind of figured it out for the most part now, but at the beginning, the, the technology aspect of it, there was, it was so frustrating for me, um, because it was just so tedious. The first couple of weeks, most of my interactions with parents, it, it wasn't really teaching. It was just troubleshooting how to figure out all the technology and how it's going to work and just sending the same email over and over. Well, have you tried this? You have to, you know, have you signed out of, out of this, the seesaw program and then signed back in and there's just these glitches that have had to basically just work through with hundreds of different parents. So it's been, it's been time consuming doing that part. Well, and uh, have you been able to like actively communicate with um, students? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's been um, that's been the the silver lining, I guess, um, is that not with all kids. Like I said, there's some kids I haven't seen since that last day at school, um, but with a lot of kids that have been staying in in touch, um, I've been able to communicate with them. They through that that um, seesaw learning program that we've got, they can send me messages. Um, they can send me audio clips. They can record their own videos and send them to me. So I'll do a lesson. Like I, the example I gave was juggling. Um, and then I'll get a, a kid that will respond to that video. Um, and it'll be a video that m mom or dad shot of them juggling themselves. And then they'll give me a message. They'll say something to me or, so there's been a lot of, um, communication still with, with the kids that are, that are involved. Um, so that's, that's been good. That's, that's where technology really can come in handy. Yeah. Cause I know you have quite a reputation as the fun, cool teacher. So I'm <laughs> well, sure you need some of that. <laughs> well, thanks. I appreciate that. Um, but it, it, to be honest, yeah, that's, um, you, you almost don't realize it sometimes. I mean, I know that the kids like me and stuff at school, but when I start getting emails from parents and videos back from kids that are just, you can tell that they're just thrilled and excited to, to, um, to, to see the videos and of me and me talking and just, you really realize how important, um, 
not just me, but all the teachers are um, to these kids and how much they, they really do miss you, especially the, the, you know, the young kids, the elementary kids, some of them, that's, that's what they're, they're used to their life being is being with their teachers. That's who they, they look to for safety and for guidance and to have that taken away from them is, is challenging for some of them, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, well, you, especially uh, the, the years that you teach are very formative for these kids. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I think I find it incredibly important that you're doing, you know, all that you can this way. Yeah. Uh, for some of the students, I don't even know if you have an answer for this one, but for some of the students that may actually be uh, struggling because of, you know, their parents either being overwhelmed or anything like that, aside from the online courses, is there anything the school or the community is doing to help them? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff actually. So originally, um, like I said, when we started out, we didn't really know what we were doing. So we didn't, we weren't doing it online at first. We had, we, the, the first weekend that it was announced, we weren't going to be at school. Like teachers were just working 24 seven through the weekend, putting together these learning packets, these hard copy papers. Um, and we all went into school on that following Monday where without kids and sent those, got those packets all together and sent them all out to, um, to parents. Um, and the way or the way it worked parents came and picked them up um but then the ones that couldn't pick them up we had we had people going around and delivering to their houses um those learning packets so that's how it started out um and then there's been you know there's another way to another thing to consider that you know might not necessarily be the first thing you think of but that is there's a lot of um families that use school for for food they you know they have free or reduced lunch um due to you know being low income and there's so you take that away from them and all of a sudden you've got families that can't feed their kids properly so what our district's been doing is we have um we have people going around and delivering um food right to people's doors that need it uh they'll they'll leave them you know to prevent the the interaction they'll leave them right at their their doorstep and take off and parents come out and pick up the food um there's also been some locations where um parents are allowed to go and pick up food to bring back and, and other supplies that they might need as well. So there's been a lot of, it's been a real community effort, um, just kind of outreach to the community to, to help out the people that need it. That's really great. Yeah. Um, so what, are, as a, as a teacher, what are some other things that people can do to help you kind of, you know, keep on, um, affecting the youths and, um, like, what are some things that people can help to do with uh, schools too? Like, are you talking like uh, like parents or or people in the community? Parents, people in the community, both. Hmm, that's a good question. What can they do to help out? I I think the biggest thing for a lot of teachers is just that continued support. Um, I know that. Um, well, I don't know, but I I have a feeling that there's probably some people that think that the teachers are just sitting at home. Um, not, you know, with an extended vacation, which is, couldn't be further from the truth. You know, a lot of us are working more hours than we normally would. Um, so just, and I think for the most part, people get that, but I, I think that's the big thing is just that emotional support. Cause this has been uh, draining on, you know, the parents and the kids, but also on the teachers. It's been, it's been a tough adjustment. So um, just th those, you know, the positive reinforcement, you know, letting us know the good things that you're seeing from your students. Like for example, I had um, earlier on a couple of weeks ago, I had a, a mother get in touch with me and mentioned how her, one of my students, her daughter um, was for the first time was um, crying that morning and how it really had hit her that she wasn't getting to go to school anymore and see her friends. 
And then um, she saw one of my video lessons and how it just cheered her up and it kind of brought her back around and she was happy. And basically it was just a really nice message. So just things like that um, really kind of keep, keep us motivated and keep us going as teachers because it, it lets us know that we're not just doing work and sending it out there and that's it. Like we're, we're seeing that positive impact that it's having. All, all the hard work that we're doing, the, the positive impact that that has. So I would say, I guess that's my answer is just continue to support the, the, the teachers and staff is, um, in that way with, with, with posit positivity, I guess. That's what I'll say. Absolutely. Uh, and on a similar note, is there something that you'd like you know, to see parents and the community doing to help uh, the kids, aside from you know, the things you mentioned with the food drop-offs and stuff? Like, is there something you can think of I think the big thing, like I said, is just continuing to, to work as a team. Um, I mentioned the positivity, but also this has really shown how much of a, of a, of a team effort this is from, from, from administration to teachers, to students, to parents. Um, and just to continue to work together, uh, I think is, is what we, we really need from, from everybody. So yeah, I guess, I guess that's my answer is just, just to continue to work as as one collective unit moving forward what's what are you looking most forward to once this all uh is in the past hmm i can only pick one thing <laughs> um uh i would say from from a from a non i mean there's lots of things in my personal life that just pure entertainment wise how how bored this is you know this life has become um, yeah, because you're not a sports fan or anything, right? I right. Yeah. So I don't know what to do, and I do have free time. I've got nothing to watch, and you know you can't go out and do anything. So in my personal life, I've got a lot of stuff that I'm looking forward to. But I would say, as far as my job goes, the biggest thing, and it's going to sound it's going to sound corny and cheesy, but it's true, is um, is just getting back to school and seeing the kids because it really, um, as a whole, it's just been hard not seeing the kids every day and not um, not getting that interaction with them and um, it's kind of made, made work a lot more boring um, and, and less, less fulfilling, I think, in some ways as well. Kind of like I mentioned before, you don't get that, that, um, that, that immediate feedback from the kids. You know, when I'm doing something that I think is a fun lesson, I'm doing it to a camera and I'm uploading it to YouTube and I'm sending it out. Whereas when I'm doing it at school, I'm seeing the kids laughing. I'm seeing them having fun. I'm talking with them. I'm getting to see their, their improvement on whatever we're working on um, from day to day. So so just being able to interact um, face to face with the kids and also with the teachers too, and seeing them, you know, um, all of that is what I'm, I'm missing the most, that, that social piece. Yeah. I'm sure you can't wait to get back and just peg that one kid with a dodgeball. <laughs> yeah. First time. Yeah. You didn't do those assignments I was sending home. Well, you can't hide now. No. <laughs> all right. Uh, cool. Yeah. No, that's, um, that's pretty much all the questions I've got for you. Uh, thank all you very right. much. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Anytime. I think it's important for people to remember, like the teachers are still out there busting their butts and you yeah. know, trying to, their best to help their kids succeed. Absolutely. So I think it's an important message to get out there and you did a great job. Thank you. <laughs> Can you send me that YouTube link? Yeah, sure, of the, of the video lessons? Yeah, send me some of yeah. that. Yeah, I'll send you a, the link to my page. I've got a whole bunch of videos up now. So yeah, I'll send that to you. Awesome, that'll help me get in shape too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, we'll see. Maybe I'll learn to juggle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dave, that oh was my awesome. god, that was so yeah, good. Yeah, so good. Oh my god, I love him. What a cool cousin. Need him to be my teacher. Yeah, he's okay. Personal <laughs> teacher. <laughs> I thought I was a. Uh, 
I thought he was in a good position to kind of speak to um, where a lot of teachers are. And, you know, him being in uh, Maine is interesting because there are all different walks of life, especially in Saco in that area. So um, he's kind of seeing a lot of good community outreach and all that. Yeah, I love how he touched on the lunches. That was really good to hear. It's also crazy to think that their job description is a little bit different now because it almost sounds like they have to be counselors, like psychologists, psychiatrists, you know, hi. <laughs> um, on top of having to be a teacher, you know, and I can't imagine doing a job where you don't get that, where you're so used to getting that kind of feedback that now you just talk to dead air, essentially. And I mean, yeah, I mean, the fact that like, it must be hard for these students too. Um, and sometimes you don't even think about that. Like they're missing out on all this social and just yep. developmental interactions that it's gonna be tough. And then as a parent, you feel so guilty, the guilt that comes along with that. And then you're like, great, my kid's gonna be 20,000 years behind. But then you gotta remember that all, your, all those kids are in the same boat. Leslie, I'll send you those YouTube videos if you yeah, want. Yeah, please. I'll take. I'll take anything. She'll you know totally me. Do that. Should totally do that. It's cool yeah. that like he is in this position. I'm sure all teachers are. They're in a position where they want to help so badly, and even and he was saying he's like, you know, usually I just put these YouTube videos out into the world, and you know, not really see what happens after that. But it's cool when he gets those little notes that saying, you know, that says that cheered their daughter up or something like that when because kids are being kids are stressed out too they're not they're not naive to what's happening and just a little bit later and even if it's just a few kids that are reaching out you know it must feel like really good to know that you've made a difference on at least you know their mm -hmm. lives yeah such a small thing everybody can do just to let those teachers know that they're on they're doing the right thing you know keep on going and I'm sure because parents are home, like doing a lot of work, they're like, I wonder if these, what these teachers are doing. Like, you know, I, I'm sure they don't realize that they're working their butts off, you know? What's that, Carter? Especially with kids around and all of that. Yeah, they're their own kids. So amazing job, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Job, Dave. He's Love so great. Loved it. These He's are fun. Natural. natural. Yeah. Yeah. These are really fun. I think, I think. It was really cool getting to hear from, from Jared just because, you know, there are so many people that are being affected and that are on, you know, that are trying to help the community, not just the people on the front line, you know, and I think we're, sometimes we forget all the other people who are trying as much as they can to help the people that, you know, are struggling. So thanks for bringing him to us. Yeah. My pleasure. Cool. Good job. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks. That's Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's Morning Cast. We loved having our morning coffee with you. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and turn that notification button on to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Until then, keep hustling and pour yourself another cup of joe.